Welcome into the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour live from the 19th hole on National Road in Wheeling. It's another week that we're happy to be here. The guys are coming off of a three-game trip to Jacksonville, Florida, and we have more hockey on the horizon as the Nailers will play four games in five days this week. First, they'll play a couple of games on the road against the Fort Wayne Comets, and then they will come home Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is Hockey Fights Cancer Night, and that's a 7-10 faceoff against the Swamp Rabbits, and then Sunday is 410 also against Greenville. So before we get into our guests, I'll bring in my trusty sidekick, Isaac Basinger. And Isaac, how was your weekend? I missed you down in Florida, but uh, I'm sure you enjoyed some nice stuff up here. I probably missed the weather that was in Florida that you t had with yourself there, but no, I had a good weekend. I was able to listen in to a couple of the broadcasts and spend a little bit of time out on the golf course. Yeah, it would have been beautiful golf weather for you down there in Jacksonville. What would be, uh, that's pretty close to Sawgrass, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty close. I, I believe it's almost right there. Oh, wow. That would have been a spot for you. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm ready for that challenge. No? You, what, you don't think you'd be able to pull off 17, the Island Green? I'd be l lucky to break 100. <laughs> there you go. What did you think of the games following them at home, especially the 8-5 Saturday game? That is crazy. I, just, I couldn't imagine having to be down there and calling that scene everything just go in it's not very often you see that many goals scored no it's not and then you and i were texting back and forth on sunday as they were wearing their Publix jerseys which are designed like a grocery store apron and you got to chuck a lot of that one yeah they weren't bad but pretty comical as well <laughs> so we've got uh, comets this weekend for two and then uh, we'll be back home for two with the swamp rabbits we'll bring in our two player guests this week and actually these were your choices so uh, what came up with picking these two who ironically were both celebrating birthdays last week i sure know how to pick them because that's when i chose them uh, and might have had been to do something that 9 and 10 on the roster. And I was like, oh, those are both two guys to score goals. <laughs> Perfect. So we've got number 9, Nick Rivera, number 10, Austin fighting. And, guys, it was a long day of travel yesterday as we left in the vans at 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, most of you did. There, there were a couple that uh, had to find their own transportation to Jacksonville Airport. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll leave that be for a moment unless you guys want to dive into that. But... Uh, a layover in Nashville, and ultimately you get back here at, uh, what, 2.30 in the afternoon. So have you recovered yet? Yeah, uh, feeling a little bit better. I got some sleep last night, uh, came home to the family, and just kind of tried to relax a little bit. But the little guy was buzzing around, so uh, about 8 o'clock last night I was laying in my bed. <laughs> What's it like when you go on the road and then you get to come home and you've got your wife and your son and they haven't seen you for a while? It's got to be just a really special moment. Yeah, these, uh, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time on the road, but uh, when we go on the flights and come, come home after five days, the smile on his face and, you know, the hi, Dad, and the big hug that I got was uh, pretty special. So it was really good to see them. Nick, what about you? Yeah, uh, I mean, as of right now, I don't have that going on right uh, right now, so I was able to just go home, shut it down for a little bit. Uh, you know, I try to stay up for as much as I can to keep my uh, sleep uh, schedule on tack, and, you know, I got to bed early like he did, and uh, feeling a lot better today, so. Very good. What would you guys think of the road trip in particular, that 8-5 game on Saturday? That must have been something to be part of. Yeah, it was uh, interesting, but uh, Waddy blew up for four goals, which was good to see, and... Uh, had some D-men chip in. Smitty got one, and uh, Leezy, and you know, so it was it was good to see you guys getting on the on the score sheet for sure. Because we we had struggled a little bit. We had talked about that 
only having you know one or two goals a game it's just not going to win you hockey games so we uh we blew up for eight which was nice to see and then couldn't quite get the job done on sunday but um thought we played well all weekend and and gave a good solid effort what do you think nick yeah i mean it's pretty incredible you don't see that very often and uh like he said we we have been uh, a little frustrated with uh putting the puck in it and you know guys are clearly um want to do their their part and uh i mean kudos to watling it's an unbelievable weekend out of him and like he said everybody's kind of chipping in right now and hopefully we could get something going here was this both of your, I think it was definitely for you, Nick, first trip to Jacksonville? Yep, first trip. What would you think of it? It was good. I uh, The city was nice, and the arena was, I thought the arena was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, they just had that big UFC event there. I know there's a lot of stuff that they put on there. Um, you know, the fans were great. Uh, everything about it, I thought, was it was a wonderful trip. Yeah, and uh, for the most part, for me, any warm weather is good weather. So uh, I'll always want to be there, especially with uh, being from California. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a great trip all around. It was pretty cool to see some uh, normalcy to the world, a lot of open space, a lot of people going out and about and uh, enjoying their day. So it was pretty nice to see some normalcy. Was there anything that caught you off guard about down there? Was there anything that you really thought, hey, this is super cool? Or, or what was your takeaways? Uh, nothing that really stood out to me. Um, I mean, I, I like any city that's on the water there. I, I thought it was great. It was clean, and um, I, I just enjoyed it. I didn't spend too much time out and about, so you know, I didn't see much other than the hotel and the hockey rink. But uh, it, it looked good from, from uh, the highway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the drive-in was pretty easy, and the fly-in was pretty easy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a little bit like home, seeing the beach and uh, enjoying that. So it was special for sure. You know what surprised me? No Trevor Lawrence stuff around town. That I was expecting that, Isaac. Or the, the newly signed tight end, Tim Tebow. Oh, that's right. Is that official? That is official. Wow. Part owner of the Icemen. Yes, him and Miles Jack, who's another Jacksonville Jaguar. Look at you. He's, he's all over it. <laughs> uh, I figured like there would be posters around town or on the flagpoles, but... You wouldn't have even known that they had a number one overall pick that they were all jazzed about. It was kind of as business as usual. I, yeah. That surprised me. Yeah, that's true. I, ne- I never noticed anything either, so that's that's interesting. You guys got to have the post-game meal regular at the arena Friday, Saturday. I heard that was really good. Yeah, it was from Publix, and it was delicious. Uh, one of the be- better post-game meals. Like When we order off the menu from the rink, sometimes it's uh, pretty hit or miss, so... Um, to get a good good one, I know the guys were begging for it on Sunday and they were closed, so yeah. that was uh, a tough bounce, but it was, yeah, we were happy with it. What'd you have? Uh, the first night I had the, the chicken thigh with, uh, it was a jasmine rice, I think, and some veggies, and then the second night was pork chop with mac and cheese, and that was really good. Kept it pretty simple with salmon and uh, some mashed potatoes. So, Gosh. I mean, I didn't complain. It was delicious to me. So, A little bit of a change from the norm because I feel like it's usually a pizza, salad, or a sandwich place. So you actually get a legit you know, dinner out of the deal. Yeah, it was a good gig. Yeah. What would you guys do for Sunday then? We uh, were able to go out to a little bit of a restaurant, uh, some of the guys. Um, just got a, got a nice meal. It was good and, you know, enjoyed a drink or two. But uh, for the most part, it was great. What would you do? I just laid low, went back to my hotel room, and ordered some DoorDash, so it wasn't anything too exciting. Nothing too exciting? Wasn't one of the, the staple spots? No, no. He had to celebrate Mother's Day with, uh, with the wife coming oh, home, that's so he had, to, right. he had to get ready for that. I was <laughs> Big away, day. away from the, the wife, so I uh, just kind of hung out in my room, talked to her on the phone, and ordered Chipotle, and just had a relaxing evening. 
There you go. You got a chance to see your mom the week before Mother's Day. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, anytime, you know, the parents can come out, uh, it's always special. And, um, you know, fortunate it was a little bit of right before uh, Mother's Day, so we got to spend some good quality time. And, you know, clearly having the dad here too is awesome. There you go. I, did you hear the part when I was talking about the food on the broadcast this weekend? I did not. Oh, okay. I, I had a little bit of an interesting adventure myself. Well, I had a couple of good meals because Alex Reed, who is usually one of the broadcasters, but now he's doing hockey op stuff for Jacksonville, good friend of mine. We've been friends for 14 years. Uh, people have asked Isaac if he's Alex when Jacksonville is in town, which <laughs> I think you've been asked if you're every broadcaster in this league so far this year. Yes, I have. I, I am not. I am with us. <laughs> <laughs> So Reader and I went out Friday and Saturday during the daytime. Well, Friday night, I wanted to actually eat somewhere after the game. And the only spot that was open was BB's, which was down the street from the hotel. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go in with low expectations and see what comes out of this. And it was actually outstanding. I had a really good sandwich and Parmesan fries. Well, they have this dessert case sitting there right next to the tables. And I'm like... Okay, like you're going to throw all these cakes in front of my face. <laughs> yes, I'm going to have one, okay? We're going to get dessert. Fair enough. So I didn't think. I'm like, okay, whatever. It'll just be a drop in the bucket. So have the cake. The bill comes over. $11 for a piece of cake. Oh, oh. there tough, you go. Tough, yeah. Was it, it was worth it, though, or no? Yeah, it was well, a triple chocolate cake. Oh, oh my go. gosh, yeah. That's unbelievable. So, I, I might have to dig into that next time if yeah, we go there. Might go check it out. There you go. I know you're going to make some trips on the road next year, so you're going to be uh, getting used to some good eats on the road. I'm excited. I have not, I'm not much of a traveler. I haven't been many places, so I'm excited to expand my horizon. Did you look at the schedule today? I did look at the schedule today. What do you like? There's a, a, lot, of, a lot of interesting trips, and one thing I noticed early on is a lot of Friday, Saturday, Sundays against different teams. Yes. I found that very interesting. Yeah, as opposed to just come in for a three-game series, it's one, two, three different opponents. You guys like that, or would you rather have one opponent for a weekend? Uh, Personally, I like mixing it up, but I don't know how that's going to be for travel on all these teams, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, especially after a year like this year where you play uh, the same team, you know, X amount of times, it's – you know, you want to see some different different teams, you know, just kind of get a better look around the whole league and you get to see different cities and get to enjoy different memories with that. So it was good. I know the one that you would probably want to go to the most, but uh, what stuck out at you as a visiting city on that schedule? Uh, I honestly, obviously, Orlando is obviously one of the ones <laughs> yeah. I'd be on 100% on there, but <laughs> that decision's not up to me. But I always I thought it was interesting seeing Iowa on the schedule early. Yeah, second week of the year. So that'll be an interesting spot. Have you hit most of the league so far? Yeah, most of the league. Um, and I've actually played in Iowa in the American League. Uh, I've I played there because uh, it's the same same city, right? It's in um, wh- which city so is it? So the Wild are in Des Moines, and this one's in Coralville, which is like oh. near Iowa City where University of Iowa is, oh, right? Oh, okay. I thought, they were go- I thought they were playing in Des Moines as well. That's what I had heard, but... They're close, I okay, think. Okay, yeah. So that's a bit of a mix-up. But I liked, I liked Iowa. I've played, I think I've hit almost every city in the in the East Coast now. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, I, that's a tough question. Um, I mean, as far as away from the rink, Florida for sure. I mean, Florida, Orlando. Um, but I thought playing in Fort Wayne was pretty cool building to play in. 
Uh, I haven't seen it sold out, but that was a lot of fun. Um, but the other spot that I liked to play was Colorado. I loved it in Colorado when they had their team there. What have you liked so far, and where do you want to go? Oh, I, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I, I've only seen, uh, you know, the select few that we were uh, able to go to this year. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, Florida is always a good time. Uh, you get a little bit of you get a little bit of sunlight everywhere, like there. So um, you can enjoy that, and that's a uh, that's a big part away from the rink. You know, some vitamin D is always good. Absolutely. What about a spot you'd want to go? I'm not sure. I like I, I like you said. I heard Wichita is, is a good place. I uh, I heard Toledo is also a good place to go see um, all that kind of stuff. So I'm open minded. I love the Floridas. I think Orlando is probably my top. I mean, it's close. Like yeah. all three of them have good stuff to offer. But I also, one of the spots that you played, Idaho, is a really good spot. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time in Idaho. Uh, the, the rink there and the fans there are unbelievable. Um, it's, like, it's got a college town feel. They got Boise State there, and uh, it was a lot of fun playing there. You know, a lot of outdoor stuff to do during the, during the season and stuff, so I really enjoyed it. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, and you can feel free to take a shot if you'd like. I'll allow you one if you find a way to get another on on me like Shane Sterrett did the other week. Well, that's good for you. But uh, did you appreciate the fact that the bus was at the airport on time yesterday? That was uh, really well timed. We walked out (laughs) the door, and it pulled up (laughs) as we walked out. I said, "Uh, DJ must have been on it today. (laughs) Yeah, I may have uh, left you guys stranded a little bit uh, when you came back from Florida. <laughs> but you guys uh, you guys got a little something for that, too. And you got a win, too, so that oh, yeah. made it even better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We got you back. <laughs> yeah, you did. I-, I think the funny thing, Drobot was talking to me about this one because we do the money on the board and all that stuff. And did my 700th pro game this year. Nope, not winning that one. But yeah. <laughs> the one that I screwed up on the bus, you guys were absolutely training me for yeah. that one, and there's not a doubt in the world. If you had a chance to pump a team out of the water that day, you were absolutely doing it. Yeah. More incentive, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no question. So I think that does it for segment number one of our Wheeling Nailers Power Hour. We've got Nick Rivera and Austin Fighton joining us from the 19th hole. Nailers Hockey Wednesday and Friday in Fort Wayne, and then Saturday and Sunday home against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. You can get your tickets at wheelingnailers.com. This is the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank. Welcome back to segment number two of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour live from the 19th hole. We are here every Tuesday from 6 to 7 through the remainder of the season all the way until June 8th will be the final show of 2020-2021. And of course we have Nailers hockey coming up this week as the Nailers will visit the Fort Wayne Comets on Wednesday and Friday and then play host to Greenville on Saturday and Sunday. Isaac, you want to ask the guys uh, about the trip or any other thing that uh, crosses your mind on that regard? It might be about the attire that was worn on the trip <laughs> as I'm looking over at Nick over here. So tell us about the jacket and how you had to wear the jacket. Uh, so it started with um, an end-of-practice shootout. Uh, you know, if you make it, you're out and you're excluded from uh, the punishment of wearing. Uh, it was supposed to be kind of an outrageous suit jacket or something like that that sort for the whole trip of florida so unfortunately i gotta start working on my shootout game because i was last man standing and paid the price and uh you lost at the end to cockerel yes i did my roommate oh boy oh yeah it's okay i i uh i felt like if uh it had been one of us i would soak it a little bit better than him so (laughs) 
That looked quite warm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it got it got warm at times, but you know, part of the punishment, a little battle through, and uh, you know, I don't I don't plan on buying any suede jackets anytime soon. So <laughs> there you go. Fights. How'd you guys come up with that? Uh, it was actually Derek's idea. He brought it to me and said that we should we should do something for the trip. Just do something fun before we leave. And uh, so he asked me if we wanted to do it. I said sure. I'll go go to Salvation Army and pick out a, a nice jacket for someone to wear for the weekend. <laughs> Call him Blazer Boy for the weekend, so yep. that's kind of what happened. One of the hardest parts was it was pretty big. I, it kept loosening up. Like at first when I put it on, I was like, oh, you know, it might fit, fit decently. And next next thing you know, fits Drobot, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, he even tried to wear it, huh? Yeah, he, he put it on for, uh, he forgot his jacket at, uh, at the hotel before one of the games. And so for warm-ups, he came out onto the bench and he was wearing the jacket. <laughs> And I looked over, and I just started laughing because I went, oh, that's that's a good look. <laughs> and he actually pulled it off pretty well, so it fit him. So <laughs> it was a good gig for him. And he might have to think at the end of the year, so I wouldn't be caught dead wearing this out in public. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're still, we're still thinking about burning the coat, or maybe somebody else gets the punishment. But, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a fun little thing we did. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind soaking that one. If that's the worst thing i got to do, then it's okay. I have a suggestion for the next time. Cut the sleeves off and make it a vest. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. That would that would be a good look. Have you seen some pretty good stuff throughout your time? I've seen some good stuff. Uh, one of the worst ones was uh, spray tan boy when you lose the shootout. <laughs> oh man! See that? Yeah, that would, would suck. <laughs> the poor this poor guy went to the, the the tanning bed and asked for a spray tan, and he just came back completely orange, and it was just like. It was hilarious, and we were in, I, I was in uh, Lehigh Valley at the time, so Pennsylvania, middle of winter, it just looked so funny. We did that the week of team picture. <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough look. <laughs> I'll stick with the coat jacket. <laughs> I don't remember what year we did it, but if we look back, and, and actually you guys can still use that because we still have to get the team picture done before you guys go off on your merry ways, so oh, yeah. if you feel oh. like doing that, that's... That could be on the table. I might have to pull that out of the bag here. <laughs> Hopefully I win that shootout. So <laughs> I'll be watching some videos of YouTube guys like Patrick Kane maybe just coming down and shootouts, maybe get some skill from that. But, yeah, I hope I don't lose another one. Usually the, the trips are what you get them on. Because I've seen, like, Hawaiian shirt uh, on a trip. Like, usually the Florida trip, that tends to be the one. Yeah, yeah, it's always, you know, going out in public and having to be in the airports and stuff kind of. Flaunt the flaunt the funny guy around for a bit. So, yeah, that's usually when it happens. So we were talking before, and oddly enough, today is a fun day, and uh, I'm going to put the social media post out here in just a little bit. But today is the anniversary of Game 7, Riley Brace, overtime against the Reading Royals. And, well, you were also playing today in 2016. A little bit of a different story. You guys went a smidge longer, didn't you? Yeah, I think it was three overtimes, uh, and uh, a good teammate of mine, Joe Devon, buried the overtime winner and sent us into the conference finals against you guys. So that was uh, that was a good memory. Um, that was a long game, but it was a, a great feeling to win that. And you guys actually got a little bit of medical treatment after that game, too. That's something that our guys talked about that they saw on, like, Snapchat and whatnot. Like, our guys are all partying it up, and you guys are going the complete opposite direction. 
Yeah, well, I think Coach knew we were going to go party it up. We we still went out that night, but uh, had IV bags for us the next morning because we knew we had you guys coming in. Uh, I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday, but it was a it was a quick turnaround between Game Seven and Game One of the next series. So we we were uh, hooked up. Um, it was our oral surgeon of the team. He was an ex player and had us uh, hooked up to IV bags. We're all sitting around a, a round table with these bags hanging from the roof, so it was pretty interesting, but it was also uh, much needed. <laughs> there you go. What's the longest you've gone? I want to say my first year in junior, it was uh, in the North American League when I was playing with Wenatchee. Actually, I was playing with Brendan Harris at that time. Uh, I want to say we went to three overtimes and uh, in playoffs, and we, we actually won that game. It was a it was a one nothing game I think. It was a, it was crazy wow. yeah no scoring goaltenders were hot and uh, yeah I mean it wasn't a fun game uh, I mean during but I mean when you win a game like that it's all always fun so. Isaac does a lot of different sports I I'm very impressed by that your versatility so have you had a basketball game go ridiculously long or any of the other sports you've done and a super long extra inning baseball game that you want to blow your head off i have not had a super extra long baseball game i had a one basketball game that was on the road and went to overtime but it was both scores were in the 100s for our college basketball game wow. so that was crazy and unfortunately we lost but it, we had about a three-quarter Shot, uh, court shot that went in and out at the seventh wow. to double overtime that went in and out oh. and that ended the game on the road. That's yeah. nuts. That's not. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had our long. My longest is triple, which we did a couple games before the game seven OT winner. So yeah, that one was neat just to experience. I I can't believe like we were joking around about it. Like our guys were gonna get pizza if it was going to quadruple overtime, but you said just get something in yeah. the bodies, right? Yeah, I, I mean at that point in time, you're you're so hungry. I remember we had fruit and stuff and and things, but I think we were gonna do the same thing. If we were going one more, we were having pizzas, and uh, and they were bringing us coke and everything to get us going because there, there's nothing left in the tanks at that point. So you just got to put something in to 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 get you through. There you go. Where do you want to go next, champ? I liked what we did last week. What's your guys' uh, go-to pregame meal or pregame, just whatever you do the day of the game? Mm. Uh, mine's pretty simple. I usually, uh, well, my son usually wakes me up at <laughs> 7 and then uh, get a good breakfast in and head to the rink after that, do our uh, you know morning skate or meetings or activation or whatever we got. You know, depends on... Uh, games before what we what we have that weekend but uh then i come home and i'm just pretty simple chicken rice and uh a vegetable i usually go with broccoli or or brussels sprouts sometimes uh asparagus but season that up and i cook it myself usually and then have a nap yeah i mean me personally uh you know it's a long season always with so many games so i like to switch it up as much as i can you know keep it fresh um this year I started getting I started going smaller with breakfast and uh, like making breakfast in the morning all that kind of stuff and then maybe like a small chipotle bowl like before they like uh, around like one thirty before the game and uh, I like to try to play on a little emptier stomach it just feels better and you know it's just something I did in college and uh, just always carried that routine throughout now. So is it always the same every single game? Uh, mine's fairly similar i usually change the vegetable change the seasonings or sauce or whatever i put on it but yeah it's for me it's basically the same every game yeah mine switches up every every day pretty for the most part uh i think the craziest thing i've eaten before a game is pancakes but yeah i don't know why but i just 
thought it was a good carb uh, substitute for pasta. So that, that brings up the next question: Was there something you ate and you had a really really good game, and is it, is it the same the next day, or is it all right? Got to continue the rotation. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had like some good sandwiches and stuff like that, but uh, for the most part, I uh, like I said, I like to switch it up. Uh, try not to be too superstitious. I mean, you know, I don't think what you eat necessarily will help you score a goal for the most part. It might help you feel a little bit better, but uh, yeah, I just want like, the end goal is just to feel as good as I can on the ice that night. There you go. On the Florida trip, um, one of the things that we got to do, we had the two different vans. Um, I was always in the Army van. It was either him or I that were driving, and then Dan was always driving the other van. We had tunes going big time <laughs> in the Army mobile. Um, first off, uh, were you guys in the Dan Mobile or no? I was in every every van. I was okay. floating around. Same, yeah. I was back and forth. I I don't remember which one was which, but <laughs> who had the best tunes of the week not, so far? Not Tyler Drevich. <laughs> <laughs> he had probably the worst, but uh, I think Jossing took charge for the most part. I know Cornell Cornell does it the most in the locker room, so. I think he took a little bit of a break in the van, but uh, I think Jossling had uh, most rain. Drevich's directions are also horrible. Almost as bad as his music, yeah. Yeah, we were going one way, and uh, we wanted to go to a certain location, and we ended up doing a full circle around the city and right back to where we started. Yeah, so. at least uh, we got to see a little bit more of Jacksonville, so I guess you could say that. But, uh, yep. yeah, he's never taken reins on directions again. And we also found out, Isaac, this is big news, Drevich is a rapper. <laughs> Interesting. I believe everyone Have tries to be them? a rapper at one point. I, I, I've heard it. I haven't heard it live, but uh, he's. I've seen some Snapchats and some videos of guys listening to it, and I immediately shut it off. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to handle. you got to brace yourself. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting for sure. One, the one, what did we listen to, Ketchup? Yes, I, I I couldn't even tell you. I tried zoning it out. It it got it got bad. That was something. I, I didn't think I'd ever hear anything like that in my life. But exactly. That was an experience. What, what did you think? Who did you think was the best music guy on the trip? Uh, I never really. I, I must have been in the other. I, I must have been in Bugsy's van because I never heard too many guys. Quartz was the only guy I heard, and then I think uh, Keener stepped up big this weekend. Yeah, Keener had a played some music, and I thought I thought that was pretty good. So. Okay. I'm not too picky, though. You throw on country for me, and I'm happy. You were smart. You, you stayed away from our man <laughs> for the most part. Because uh, we had uh, we picked who, how we were going to do it, and you know, I paid for one of them off my team card, and then uh, Derek being a head coach, and then Dan. Well, Derek and I don't really have much van driving experience, and uh, Dan can drive a fire truck. So we thought, well, if you can drive a fire truck, wow. you can drive a van. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So <laughs> that whole theory was we were going with that, so. You took the safety first approach, so good for you. Yeah, I guess so. I, I wish I would have known that before. Yeah. <laughs> I went in blind, so. <laughs> Derek and I actually rocked, paper, scissors at the airport to figure out who was going to drive you guys to the hotel the first night, and I lost. Both out of a two out of three. So You know what? I actually jumped in Derek's van after Saturday night's game, and he threw on some Motley Crue and had, like, some good tunes going. It was That, that was the best uh, drive from the hotel to the rink, I thought. There you go. Isaac, where do you want to go now? Well, we're on the topic of music. Is there like a specific pregame song and gets you t- totally amped? Uh, not really. I'm pretty pretty easy. I, like I said, it put on country for me and I'm happy. So, but you know, 
I like to listen to, like I said, Motley Crue before the games, but Quartz does a good job in the room. He's usually our DJ. I know uh, Wardley was playing music in our room for us too, but he's been out for quite a while. So Quartz has been stepping up, and then Keener took over for the weekend too, so that was good. Yeah, I'm easy going. I mean, like him, country, any, any kind of music really. Uh, I don't have that like one set song that you know gets me going and amped up like that, but... Um, you know, I kind of like other people having that uh, control. I I don't mind too much. I just hang out and kind of just try to embrace everything, and you know, just try to focus on like on the game. Now, I'll give you our our team song we had when I played baseball in high school was Dixieland Delight. Before every single game, that was the song to go with. Wow, that's pretty good. We we don't we don't have like a specific song. Yeah, we, we we never labeled one. We have a win song, which is. Uh, um, why is it slipping my mind right now? Take me home, West Virginia. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, you, yeah, okay, yeah. good. Country roads. Yeah, yeah. You've kept yeah. the traditional line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got it. You, you have to at that point. I mean, had a brain fart there. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was going to be actually kind of dead. I was hoping you were going down that path, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, like I said, like I'm, I'm not too much. Uh, I, I don't provide too much. Like I, I like to listen to music as much as I can, but uh, I'm not too, too involved with it. Where I, I'm, I can, I can be picky enough. So. I keep it open. Do you guys sing it? <laughs> no, I'm not a singer. <laughs> Does any of the boys sing it? Oh, in the locker room? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, like, it, it, yeah. Oh yeah, we get into it a few times after a big W. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's good. But it's your your voice gets drowned out by everybody else, <laughs> so it's okay. There you go. Oh, uh, pregame stuff. Uh, we heard that you're quite the sewer ball guy. I love sewer ball. We heard you're good too. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a right. compliment. Don't make sure you tell Adam Smith that because he thinks uh, he's pretty good, but he's not <laughs> as good as me. Foley was telling us last week that you're on the, the grimier side of it and you try to get a lot of guys out. Oh, yeah. Foles is full of it. I, I wouldn't uh, listen to too much what he has to say. He shows up maybe you know for a couple games and then takes off because he can't handle it. <laughs> I'm absent during it. I, I don't play. No, no, you're just not a soccer guy, or um, no, I like watching soccer. Like I don't know, I just never was too too into it. I just like to kind of hang out and chill a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like I like I've seen like like knock on wood, but I've seen some people actually get hurt doing it, and I'm just like I don't even want to bother with my coordination like that. Nah, I'll stay I'll stay out of that one. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, wait until the final segment to dive down a, a certain path, and then we'll we'll see where we want to go with that. And I'll let uh, Isaac drive the ship too, if you want to. As we wind down segment number two of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour, live from the 19th hole, we'll be here again next Tuesday as well. What do you think for next week, Tom Lack? You said we have to give Tom Lack because everyone seems to come and rip Brady Tom Lack all the time on here, so we have to give him a chance to defend himself. He's a team punching bag for sure. But he, but he puts it on himself. With all yeah. due respect, he, yeah. he he enjoys the attention. And yeah. he, you know, all eyes on me, that kind of stuff. But uh, he likes to give it. But uh, yeah, he he takes it well. But he 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 dishes it out too. So I think he asked for a little bit of his his own medicine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'd say give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, Who would you tandem with him? Ooh, you haven't come up with this yet, have you? I've not came up and came up with a tandem partner for I, this. I gotta one. think. I'd have to think about that one because you just had Foley on here. You just had Dravi. Those are two guys that are that would get him going. Yeah. Yep. But uh, trying to think of some fresh meat. <laughs> oh man. We'll give you the break to think about. Yeah, that. yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. have to think for a minute. <laughs>
All right, we'll be back at the 19th hole after this on the Naylor's Broadcast Network presented by Main Street Bank. All right, final segment of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour here at the 19th hole. And I think we've come to a conclusion on next week there, Isaac. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. We're looking at Brady Tomlack and Adam Smith. So we'll throw the invitations out to them this week, and we'll see if uh, we get a yes from both of them, and we can make that show happen again. Every Tuesday we are live at the 19th hole from 6 to 7. We love seeing everybody here at the restaurant, the best wings by far in the Ohio Valley. So come check them out on National Road. We're wrapping things up here with Nick Rivera and Austin Fighting in a fun conversation off of the air. And now you get to see what I experience with the temperature <laughs> conversations. Yes, uh a lot of numbers being thrown in a lot of different ways. <laughs> and it's funny because we have the two different countries represented. So we have <laughs> Nick, the Fahrenheit American, and Austin, the uh, Celsius Canadian. So how confusing is that when you guys are talking to each other in the room? For me, it's I, I've gotten used to it. I kind of know. You know, I've played, whatever, six, seven years in the, in the U.S., and uh, – so I get used to all the guys talking about their Fahrenheit, and I, I've adapted pretty well to it. But I know a lot of guys, like, I'll say, you know, 25 Celsius, and they just look at me like I got three heads. So Yeah, I'll, I'll normally pretend like I know and then just look on my phone. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure it is. Yeah, exactly, right. you know, try to, try to avoid the, that conversation. But, I mean, the Celsius makes a little bit more sense compared to the Fahrenheit, but uh, like, I was just taught a different way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You got a spot you want to go? We'll, we'll go with, because uh, you guys are, are from different parts of the world, his favorite sports teams growing up. Ooh. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm L.A. Kings. Uh, you know, grew up watching hockey. Uh, fortunate enough for that. And, uh, you know, they, they got pretty good towards my uh, my high school year. So it was awesome seeing like uh, them grow that, you know, they won, won in 12 and 14 and uh you know, right around when I was born, you know, the Gretzky kind of era kind of picked up. And, you know, it was good to see L.A. just pick up hockey a lot more. But, uh, I mean, I was also a baseball guy. Uh, I love the Dodgers. Um, yeah, Dodgers and Kings pretty much. Stick with L.A. teams. You much of a football guy? I mean, I wasn't because we never had football uh, growing up, at least professionally. We had, you know, UCLA and USC, but uh, which take a pretty big uh, crowd. And, you know, they've, they've had unbelievable players come out of uh, – both those programs but yeah now that st louis's team came over to la and you know i, I, I like watching matt stafford play so I'm, I'm pumped to see him in the rams uniform and see see how good they can be i mean i might start hopping on a bandwagon pretty soon i'm on the other side of the equation i'm a chargers fan so that's oh, why really? i was so wow. in tuned yeah i mean uh, like like i said not to, i just like watching football for the most part but uh you know, like I said, if they start if LA and the Rams start being good, I might have to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> but if not, then I won't. So it's all good. Uh, for me, I was you know grew up in just outside of Calgary, so I was always a Flames fan. But uh, you know, my dad was a Flames fan. We always watched them. But my favorite player was Joe Sackett growing up. So I was uh, I loved the Colorado Avalanche and that team that they had when they won the cup with Ray Bork and Forsberg and so that was my team growing up. I've kind of shied away from that a little bit as I've, you know, started my my own pro career and stuff. I don't really have any favorite teams anymore, but uh, they'll always be have a, a special place in my heart, I guess. <laughs> Very good. When we had you on the one that I recorded uh, back in the days when we were all buckled down, did we talk about your flipper? No, we did not. Do you feel comfortable going down that direction? 
I, I don't know where you're going, but <laughs> sure, let's let's strap in and do this. <laughs> Isaac, uh, have you noticed this watching him on the ice that he looks a little different today than he would on the ice? Honestly, I struggle to see faces from where we are, okay. but I imagine there is something different. <laughs> Three of them are missing in the mouth. From? Uh, and three different occasions, actually. Uh, one was a stick, one was a puck, and one was an elbow. So, uh, yeah. all the above then. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Everything you can imagine as a hockey player. So, not not real good. Uh, I one of the Jacksonville. I was in the box, and one of the uh, fans there likes to uh, take his. Uh, he's got a whiteboard, and he and he writes stuff on it, and he made fun of me for how I looked <laughs> with no teeth. So. That was nice. He's from the Wheeling area, too, he told me. He's from New Martinsville, which is about an hour down south. Oh, here. really? Yeah, yeah, he came right up and talked to me. He's like, I like to make fun of the guys. I'm like, okay, uh, great. Just leave me alone. Yeah. We'll be okay. Uh, but So did you have to get a new one? Because you, uh, you have a flipper, which you take out for the games, and you put in for lovely social occasions such as these. Did you have to get a new one each time you got one picked off? Yeah, so basically every time that I got one our lost one they had to re you know form it and redo it and x-rays and the whole shebang so but i've i've actually had the surgeries done to get uh i've had i've got two posts in my jaw that'll i'll just attach like permanent teeth to when i'm done so i just don't want to put those on and have that break off because then i don't know what what they do after that <laughs> you don't want to dentures know, I, I guess i don't know yeah. gotcha not as painful as you thought what was it uh, the puck one was. Well, I'm not saying good. the conversation. Oh, the pa- yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't too bad. Okay. I thought somebody told you about when I lost them on the floor of the bar or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen guys mess around with things like that too, where they'll try and pick somebody up, and they'll all of a sudden, you know, two seconds later, they'll turn around and they'll have them dangling out or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a few good tricks up my sleeve. I, I can't tell them now because I'm married, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You didn't know that, huh? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we, uh, we did the TV interview, and we were walking down the hall to do the TV interview there earlier this year, and I'm like, do you want to you wanna throw them in? <laughs> or what do you want to do? And you're like, oh, yeah, you probably should. So. Yeah. That was early, early in the year before everyone knew who I was. <laughs> yeah. That's good. What have you seen for funny stories? Like, you know, I mean, he's not going to share his top I mean, secrets. When, but. We were, when we were in uh, Florida, when we put the Everblades, uh, I know when Watling went to the beach, he got hit by a pretty big wave and lost his uh, tooth in there. So really? got, Yeah, so that one, uh, you know, I, I know some guys that lose them, you know, see some scaries with it because it's expensive and, you know, it's a struggle sometimes to get those back. And just even going to the dentist is just a grind and all that kind of stuff. But, uh yeah, I mean that was one. That was probably one of the funnier ones I've seen. Was Wilding kind of getting hit by a big wave and you know his tooth yard sailing in the ocean. You're not finding it in the ocean. <laughs> I couldn't be. I couldn't imagine being the person that found it and if it washed back up. Hope, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully nobody yeah, has to yeah. find that. <laughs> you don't want to find anybody's teeth for sure. Yeah, yeah. Although it would be funny the conversation because you get him at like if it's a kid, like a little kid. Mom, look what I found. Puts it in or something. <laughs> no. Yeah. Disgusting, no. No. And then uh, Foles hasn't gotten his yet, has he? He's been, no. uh, he's got one fixed, I think, crowned off, but uh, I know I know he wants to get it all fixed when all said and done. 
I, I don't know the procedure to all of it too much. I'm fortunate enough, but uh, and I don't want to. <laughs> so, yeah. I think he's close to getting it. He, yeah, like Riv said that the one that was broken. I think they fixed that, and then I think they're sizing them up for the flipper now. So, gotcha. Not bad. What else you got, champ? Oh, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you, Austin. What What is it like being named captain in the middle of a season? Uh, that was pretty interesting. I mean, uh, a huge honor, obviously. But, uh, uh, you know, Mark French was the, the coach at the time, and he brought me here um, telling me that we needed some, you know, add some veteran leadership to the locker room and uh, – I didn't know what that entailed. I just came here ready to play hockey. You know, it was a younger group, but there were still some other guys, some other um, veterans that could have been uh, deserving of the of the title as well. So, uh, huge honor, and uh, been been happy to wear it for this city and for this team. And I know we haven't had the success this year that we wanted to, but uh, we're gonna keep grinding down the down the stretch here. Here's the thought as we start to wind things down as we're about a month away from the season being over and it's been a long season. There have been plenty of ups and downs, but things are starting to open up and become normal again. What's the first thing you do when you get home that you can do normally that you might not have been able to do last summer? Well, for me, I'm going back to Canada, which is uh, <laughs> full lockdown, so... Whatever uh, normal stuff I'm going to do is going to have to do here before I go home and do two weeks of quarantine. But uh, I th- I think I got to say golf because they're talking about shutting the golf courses down back home. So oh. that'll be so disappointing if it happens. So I'm going to ho- would be crushed. Yeah, <laughs> I I got to get a couple rounds in before I go home. That's that's my biggest goal. There you go. Yeah, me personally, uh, I my first step every time I go home is in and out. So, you know, if that's open, I'm happy. That's all I care about. There you go. Yep. I did Whataburger this weekend. Never did that before. That was good. What do you think? Yeah, it was better than I expected. I didn't know. Like, all I see is a burger drive through and I'm like, well, here we go. Normal, yeah. good old fast food. But I was like, whoa, the size of the thing was, you know, it was. That's pretty solid. I don't want to yeah. sound like a moron here, but it was like, whoa, what a burger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Take the stupid phrase right out of the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What path are you driving home? Oh, it's a long one. Um, do you have certain like paths that you that you like, or do you explore a new place? Like, oh, maybe I'll detour through this this time. Yeah, we're, the the wife and I have already talked about it. We're going to make a little bit of a trip home because we don't really have uh, much to rush home to. We got to spend two weeks locked up. So, um, I think uh, we're going to stop in Chicago. And then uh, there's a Great Wolf Lodge, I believe. It's like a big water park. Oh, your son will love yeah. it. We passed it he on the way down. He was saying he wanted to go swimming today. So, yeah. <laughs> and he loves the pool. Like he, He's been asking me for the last two days to go swimming. So we're going to do that. Um, a couple years ago, we stopped at uh, uh, White Horse. And, uh, or, um, yeah, it was White Horse and something else. But I think somewhere Rushmore? in Montana. Yeah, we stopped at Rushmore. Um and then what else did we do? I don't know. We're going to find some spots, though, to kind of pull over and, and just make a bit of a trip of it because it's going to be, I think, uh, 34 hours driving. So it'll be fun. Pick a few spots and, and lay over there. Yeah, exactly. You driving or you flying? Um, plan is right now I'm going to drive to Rochester, New York. Uh, that's where my brother lives with his wife. And uh, 
we're going to travel out of there to go to L.A. Because they, they just had a, a baby about, like, five, six months ago. Okay. So, you know, we're going to have a little bit of a trip down to L.A. Uh, my sister's actually getting married pretty shortly after the time I get back home. So we're going to all buck up for a nice Rivera wedding. So... I was thinking that when you said Rochester, I'm like, you know, the, California is the other direction. Oh right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he needs my car for uh, you know just ha- he has a cu- he has the kid and then he has a couple dogs and you know uh, I don't really need my car too much anymore until uh, you know just got to make plans and who really knows where uh, what's gonna happen with next year and because I honestly have no idea with uh, contracts with uh, you know Adirondack all that kind of stuff and they're out in New York so. You know, just kind of try to plan, plan ahead and just try to get a little bit of a feel. But, um, yeah, he needs a car a little bit more than me, so a little gift. That's going to be fascinating to watch. I, I think we're all as curious as you are. Like, obviously, we know that your rights are with Adirondack, and we've loved having you here. So it'll be very curious, and I'm sure that there are teams around the league that have other players that are in yeah, I mean, other locations. There's a little chaos, but uh, like I said, you know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, you got you to gotta do what you got to do, and... Um, I'm sure either spot will be great, and uh, at least I have a couple options. So you know you're wanted. Exactly, <laughs> I mean, which is which is very uh, very honoring, and you know it's awesome. It's got to be a good feeling there. Yep. You got anything before we uh, put the bow on this one tonight? I think you can put the bow on this one. <laughs> All right, perfect. So that does it for another edition of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour as the Nailers will be in action on Wednesday night in Fort Wayne, on Friday night in Fort Wayne as well. And then Hockey Fights Cancer Night on Saturday. I know that's going to be a big one for Austin as you're going to see a nice video that uh, we put together with the team. And Austin did a great interview for me. So we'll have that for Saturday night's game at 7-10. And then Sunday at 4-10, both against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. You can get your tickets at wheelingnailers.com. After that, only three home games remaining, including our DC night with Superman jerseys on June 4th, and then our fan appreciation night on June the 5th. So, great show guys. I appreciate you coming out to the 19th hole, so thank you so much for doing that and uh, we'll be having a fun week ahead. Hopefully lots of wins on the agenda. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Alright, Isaac, make sure that we're ready because, you know, we're coming back from that Friday 8 o'clock game <laughs> in Fort Wayne, so we'll... Uh, I'll be uh, needing a lot of good stuff out of you on Saturday and Sunday, not that you don't do it anyways. I'll try my best to help you out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this has been another Wheeling Nailers Power Hour from the 19th hole on National Road in Wheeling, and we will talk to you on Wednesday for the Nailers and the Comets on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.